0: Welcome to this episode of Tales and Tales, a fortnightly podcast where we spend a few minutes looking at the lives of special animals and the people who've cared for them. In today's episode, we look at the life of Laika, a Russian dog who in 1957 travelled aboard the Soviet space shuttle Sputnik 2, and in doing so became one of the first animals in space and the first living creature to orbit planet Earth. Laika was found as a stray wandering the streets of Moscow a week before the launch. Soviet scientists had decided to use Moscow strays since they assumed that such animals had already learned to endure conditions of extreme cold and hunger. She was a five kilogram female, approximately three years old. Her true pedigree is unknown, although it's generally accepted that she was part husky or other Nordic breed, and possibly part terrier. Laika was individually chosen because of her calm and docile manner, determined during a series of tests done on the street dogs. In addition to Laika, the program also prepared Albina, who'd already flown twice on a high altitude test rocket to act as Laika's backup. A third dog, Mushka, was a control dog. She was to stay on the ground and be used to test instrumentation and life support. The experiment aimed to prove that a living organism could survive being launched into orbit and continue to function under conditions of weakened gravity and increased radiation, providing scientists with some of the first data on the biological effects of spaceflight on mammals. Pre-flight training for the dogs occurred at the Moscow Institute of Aviation Medicine. It included conditioning them to the small size of the flight capsule. Introducing them to the gel-like substance that would be their food. And being placed in a centrifuge to simulate the acceleration and noises of a rocket launch. The mission staff naturally developed a relationship with the dogs in their care. Laika was taken home by one of the staff scientists to play with his children prior to the launch. I quote, Laika was quiet and charming. I wanted to do something nice for her. End quote. Dr. Vladimir Zhezovsky wrote in a book about Soviet space medicine. Quote, she only had a short time to live, unquote. Finally, on November 3rd, 1957, Laika was launched into space aboard the Soviet spacecraft Sputnik 2. Laika completed four orbits of the Earth. Monitoring of her pulse rate, blood pressure, respiration rate, movements, and eating behaviour provided invaluable data to the scientists on the ground about survivability and the stresses placed on the body by rocket launch and spaceflight. Dr. Yazdowski's quote probably made it clear that regrettably, Leica was never expected to survive the mission due to the lack of technology for intact craft deorbiting and landing. After decades of Soviet document secrecy and classification, it was discovered that the shuttle's R7 cone had failed to properly detach during launch, resulting in Leica's death from overheating approximately seven hours into the flight. Over five months later, after 2,570 orbits, Sputnik 2, including Leica's remains, disintegrated during re-entry to Earth's atmosphere on 14th of April 1958. Leica is well-remembered. Even today, at Star City, the training facility for Russian cosmonauts, a statue and plaque honour Laika. Erected in 1997, Laika is situated behind the cosmonauts with her ears erect. Laika is also a part of the 1964 Moscow Monument to the Conquerors of Space. A statue of Laika poised atop a space rocket was unveiled by officials on April 11, 2008, At the military research facility where she had been prepared for the flight. There have also been Leica themed stamps, envelopes, cigarettes and matches produced. Leica's mission also stimulated debate in many countries about the ethics of animal testing. Future space missions carrying dogs would be designed to be survivable. The first successful recovery of animal crew followed the flight of Karabul Sputnik 2 in 1960. Wherein the dogs Belka and Strelka, alongside dozens of other organisms, were safely returned to Earth. That wraps us up for today. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review wherever you access your podcasts if you so choose. Many thanks to our episode sponsor, Elgar Road Veterinary Hospital, located on Elgar Road, Box Hill North in Victoria. Finally, thanks also to Wikipedia and its linked references, who provided much of today's source material. See you next time on Tales and Tales.